be poor, but I am somebody. I may be on welfare, but I am somebody. I may be uneducated, but I am somebody. Many of you really believe that you are inferior. You really believe that black is supposed to stay back and white is right. Many of you have given up on being first class citizens. You've given up on three meals a day. You've given up because somebody has defined you as a white man's slave rather than God's child. You are not put here. All right, welcome to the Council in the Clutch podcast, episode number six. I'm your boy, Cal, and today I'm joined by SP. Yo. Q. Yer. And Rory. I just wanted to add a little pause effect to it. Yer. This guy. (laughs) 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 All right, so, yo, this is, uh, like, officially the first month that we've been podcasting. You know, people actually bang with us. People have been listening. So how y'all feel so far about the podcast game? How y'all feel about it? I enjoy it, man. It's been a lot of fun uh, working with you guys, talking with y'all. Obviously, we have a a more than working relationship, but on the professional level, I enjoy it. Hey, hey, bro, I know you you was at work earlier, but you you ain't got to talk to us like you just had a board meeting right now. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I get it, but I mean, you don't have to. I promise, we still gonna talk to you the same, SP. I can't turn it off until around eleven o'clock. Oh my bad, my bad. Yeah, he GTD brother, GTD. Yeah, how you feel, Roy? Since you got so much to say, how you feel? Oh man, this joint been a blast, dog. I mean, we we do this on the regular anyway, so kind of letting people in so they can finally hear what we actually be talking about. Well, the G-rated version. Um, this is pretty cool. They they can't get the full aspect of the group chat because we wouldn't even be allowed to be on air if we did that. Yeah. So, and you basically using us to leave us for another podcast, but we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, if you need a guest host, holler at me. Underscore row, underscore Rory. I'm I'm open to leaving this podcast. I'll come back and visit though. Bro, Roy. Niggas ain't your niggas, man. Hey, Q, how you feel about it? Well, first and foremost, I need to let everybody know that I'm at work right now. So I want y'all to know this dedication is real out here in these streets. Hey, and he got a, a real job, ladies. Like a real one. Hey, chill. I got an old girlfriend. Stop. Ah, uh, you right. <laughs> you out here trying to auction people off? Like... <laughs> nah, I was just acknowledging that he had a real job. Like, you niggas really have money. I'm the only broke one. Anyway, oh, okay. uh, no, back okay. to the podcast, yes. Podcast has been <laughs> like... Like... They, like like he, like he said, it's it's the same stuff that we do on the regular. So it ain't nothing, ain't nothing new for us. But it's like you said, giving it out to the people, letting them hear kind of what we be talking about, shooting the shooting the shits and whatnot. So it's been fun. We got a what? What's this episode five, six, six? Technically so, six, but we put seven shows out. Yeah. So we got we still got a long long way to go, but long every episode. Way. Every episode getting better, so we gonna, gonna get to a point where we gonna be we gonna make a little noise somewhere. I don't know nowhere, but we gonna do a little something at some point. Yeah, the numbers been staying consistent. Man. I really do appreciate like our loyal fans. 
and well more so friends because you know it's a lot of our friends too but i, I appreciate that they keep coming back listening and like the personal text saying like oh i like this i like that people be hitting me with jokes that i don't even remember that we said so i know they really listening but i enjoy like the whole process just like from scratch like all right, we're going to share this note. We're going to talk about these six, seven things. Then from creating the cover, creating the intros, all that stuff like that. And the fact that we can put it out and actually get appreciation from it, though. that That's, I really bang with that part of it. It's like a really satisfying thing that you could just chill, talk to your homies like you normally would, but actually put it out there and people are receptive to it. Well said. Thank you. Well, that's <laughs> now, not descriptive. Not at all. But uh, I can't read, so I can't script anything. But, um... <laughs> no, nah, see to me, <laughs> to me the only the only thing that's frustrating to me, and uh, I don't know if y'all would agree with it, is more so like the engagement factor of it. I'm like, it's cool people listening, but I feel like the engagement is where it really is. Like, okay, we putting something out, you like it, you laughing, but what do you want to hear? Like, what what are your critiques on it? That's my thing. Like, uh, definitely wish we can get engagement up on it. Um, outside of just the people who got my number, like, yo, y'all should do this, y'all should do that, or hey, I couldn't hear this or I couldn't hear that. So. There's one yeah. little frustrating part about it. It it, it can be, but in the same token, you got you got to remember that we just we just started, so it ain't gonna we can't be like everybody else podcast like the big time cast that people just be in the DMs and comments and stuff like y'all should do this this that and third. We got to build up to that point. But I understand where you're coming from because it makes sense. But that's not just gonna happen out the gate. That that is that's gonna take some time. Well. We- no, nah, forget that. Don't, don't like my picture when I ask you what y'all think. <laughs> when I say what y'all think, that mean what y'all think. <laughs> that boy said, I need a real response. A like does not count. <laughs> yeah, just like when you texting somebody, you putting a thumbs up is not a response. Hey, <laughs> nah, okay, nah, 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 nah. That thumbs up is definitely a response. Yeah, we might have to backpedal on nah, that man. one. Definitely a response. Nah, I'm, I'm not backpedaling. Y'all, both y'all nah, like back on that. <laughs> I need words back. I need hey, words some- back. But now, what were you going to say, Roy? You got to cut that read receipt on. So, hey, hey, once you see read, that's a response. I'm going to start doing that then. For the people who don't comment, I'm going to just be like, seen. <laughs> I'm going to respond seen on your comment. <laughs> you childish, bro. Hey. Well, he, who you talking Petty. to? Petty. Who right. you talking Petty. to? Petty. Petty, Petty McRoberts out here. AQ, for, oh, God, I was just about to say that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got anything else to add to this? Nah, man, just keep supporting us, please. Uh, Kyle posted earlier today. He said it's like wine. We're gonna get better with time. I felt that. I had a little praise break when I heard that, so I, I believe. Well, that. actually, I put that, but yeah. Oh, that was you, SP. My bad. Yeah, I'm I copy. Sorry. I copy uh, Kyle's post, but yeah, that was my quote. I need that credit. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And what was this posted, uh, SP? Um, it was posted on Facebook. And I think uh, one of y'all reposted it on Instagram, I want to say. But um, for that matter. I was trying to get you a shout-out, man. (laughs) I was trying to get you a (laughs) shout-out. I reposted it on the story. That's terrible. I forgot who I copped you from. Hey, man. It's all all one one in the same. Yeah. All right. So moving along on that, since we uh, say how we feel about the podcast game, how do we feel about the AAF right now? Anybody watching the games? A little bit. Uh, Yeah. I, I watched a couple of them. Um mainly to support some former teammates and, and former opponents. It's a couple dudes from the Arena Football League playing out there in the Alliance League right now. But uh, I think this league is going to catch on, man. They, uh, they they let them boys actually hit, play some real football for once compared exactly. to what the NFL been doing. 
Exactly. Like, I feel like it's just perfect timing, especially after the Super Bowl being trash. Yeah. It's like you got you got people still wanting more football, not in the fact that they want more football, but the fact they want some entertainment from football. So you got that perfect timing at the lackluster Super Bowl. Then you come in with this, and then you got all the rules and things like that that's being changed. Like, the you got to go for two. You score a touchdown, you got to go for two. I like that. Yeah. Um, no kickoffs. You starting at the 25, because nine times out of ten, you're going to start at 25 anyway in the NFL. Yeah, either you're gonna take a knee or you're gonna be stupid and not get to the 25. Uh, what else? They got the sky judge. I know you had some comments about that, but we don't want to uh interfere in your actual real life job. Um, <laughs> you got the the, the oh, yeah, the yeah, judge. I can't talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got the we got the sky judge in the booth who can um call penalties and overturn penalties. So basically, if it's like a face mask or something like that, they can stop the game, call the face mask, or tell the refs to pick up a flag, which is clutch, which could have definitely been used in New Orleans, but you know, that's in the past. My biggest thing, the TV timeouts. The fact that it's not really a TV timeout, they kind of do like the little pan to the commercial on the side while the game's still going on. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Um, what else? They let the dudes play. Like you said, they let the dudes play defense. They're actually out there hitting. Uh, overtime is like NCAA. It's not You're not going to have an unresol- uh, unresolved game. You get the ball in your opponent's 10. Everybody get a chance to score. And if you don't score on that, tie game. So I, I bang with that. And then the weirdest one, but I don't know, maybe because uh, Q got a conspiracy theory, I'll let him say it. But I don't know if this one will be picked up at any point, but the, the quote-unquote onside kick. Basically, uh, instead of an onside kick, you can elect to go for 4th uh, and 12 on your own 28. And if you don't get it, they get the ball in a great field position, kind of like an onside kick. So I, I, I do like that. It's kind of weird, but that would be dope to see how that works. I had a conspiracy theory about that. Yeah, about the whole what? reason of the AAF. Oh yeah, 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 the whole league. They, the NFL set the AF, the AF up specifically. It ain't this ain't this ain't got nothing nothing outside of it. The league doing this to test out a whole bunch of new stuff. And if it works in this league, then they're gonna adopt it in the NFL, guaranteed. That's why you see I agree all these, to that. All this stuff that you're seeing is just little things that people always need said that the NFL should have been doing. So that's that's all it's gonna end up being. They gonna they gonna see that it works, in uh in this league. And be like, all right, we're gonna bring it over to the NFL. But see, the guarantee, which would be smart. the NFL has a little bit of a a constraint there, though, just being that it's so many other stakeholders that they had to consider before they make uh, different modifications and decisions. That's true, but, but that's that's the whole the, point. That's, yeah, that's the whole point of them doing this league, so they can yeah. show you. They, they, now it's a track record. Like this works. They Allegedly. Gotta, yeah. Well. Allegedly. If, that's what it is. I don't care what nobody says. But they'll they'll be able to go they'll be able to go to all those stockholders and all those those big money Caucasian men and let them know that hey, we show y'all this, it works. We got proof, we got numbers, all that good stuff that shows that it works and people are watching. Because the numbers the numbers gonna show for themselves. It's gonna be hard to cut into that advertisement though. That advertisement money, I think, is gonna be the 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 big factor. That probably won't be. Like the, the commercial part and how they how they play through TV commercials, they probably won't change that. But like kickoff, because they they already trying to get rid of kickoff in the league True. anyway. Special damn mm-hmm. this special teams pretty much as a whole almost for the most part. So those hey, those roster spots though, man, they ain't not getting rid of that. Those roster yeah, spots. they need they'll, them roster spots, but it's it's set up perfectly. They'll figure it out. Like it's they playing in the in the right after the Super Bowl, so that's mm-hmm. people still want football, but at the same time. The NFL is going to keep this league around. I mean, if you look at a lot of the AAF executives, a lot of those guys are have NFL experience from a front office perspective or a player perspective. So mm-hmm. it is it's set up for it to be successful. 
Now it's, it's just a matter of how they keep the players rolling through sponsorships gonna, and marketing. They're gonna turn. They're gonna they turn this into the G League or like NFL Europe. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I can see this in like three or four years being a developmental league. Like it, it can be, or it can be like the last chance you of the NFL. Like all right, you get cut or whatever. Next season come around, you ball out. Uh, we might bring you to camp, something like that. You know, where you get that second chance, or like you said, developmental, but. It, all these people that we're already talking about, those, the coaches, like the faces and the people behind it, it brings like legitimacy to the league. It's not like the XFL. It was Vince McMahon and JBL, not JBL, what, who was it? Uh, JR, like yeah. doing announcements and things like that. And you had former NFL players, but they were never like Big NFL players that you knew. Yeah, it was just like, okay, Tommy Maddox, he played in the NFL. All right, he ended up balling and getting back in the NFL. But this is like, you got people in the front office. You got people advertising. You got people that were legit in the NFL like five, six, seven years ago. So I feel like it, it is going to kind of be a situation where it's going to be here to stay. Mm-hmm. This is perfect timing. Like you're right after the NFL. And then speaking of the XFL, you're right. You're the year before they come. So you might have killed anything the XFL would have had for that urge of people who just want to watch football. So it's going to be interesting in the next couple of years, though. I think the XFL will be okay as well, though. Just because of what they're putting into it, from what I've heard, talking to a couple people that I have a little insight on the XFL, they're they're looking to compete, um, not with the NFL per se, but to be – they're not looking to be a development league. They want to be their own setup, an uh, entertainment type thing. Like Vince is trying to make it fun. So I think it could sell in the markets they are in. Um, oh, not, I don't think it'll be long-term, though. It'll sell because people going to want to see the hits and the, and just that type of – how well, they're not going back to the extreme, though. They're, they're oh, not right? going back to the extreme market. Now, it's going to be regular football, but they're just trying to twist that. it. They're, <laughs> they're trying to tweak it to the point where it's close to, like Roy said, close to the actual NFL, but at the same time, make it your own. Like, if you if you, if you want to be real about it, I think I mentioned this before on the podcast. If not, I said this in person. Like, a lot of the cameras and stuff like that, camera tricks and stuff the NFL got, that was from the XFL. Like the sky cam, XFL yeah. had it first. The, yeah. the cam on the actual field, XFL had it first. So Vincent Man and that whole crew, like like them or not, they they they're very creative when it comes to like camera angles and stuff like that. So uh, even if we, they don't last, tell that. yeah, if they don't last, it, it's going to be something like an impact somewhere else. The Arena Football League got the best cameras in football. I don't care what nobody says. Bias. Hey, shout out to the Arena Football League. <laughs> I'm a little biased. So what? I've been doing it for a while. He's the co- he's the company man. All the jokes he make about everybody else. He's the he's the number one company man. Yeah, business is business is strictly financial. Anyway, oh, all right. That's what I thought. <laughs> all right, so if you, right, how about this though? <laughs> huh? Since we want to talk about business, all right. How y'all feel about Lavar being in his son business at this point? I mean, Lavar building a brand, but he tripping right. now. Not he that lost me already. once he once he said Magic was a, a face. He lost me. I can't listen his, to you no more. His, his brand already built. He just continuing doing the dumb stuff that he's been doing. His, the entire I think the issue is is that he's starting to get more. He's starting to talk more technical. I think he needs to go back to talking broad and just talking shit all the time. Back my to the boys. Truth. Get my boys. Get all three of my boys. You're going to run the championship. Like We're going to go to know. Phoenix. <laughs> hey, if, I'm telling you right now, if Phoenix want to win, you get all three of my boys. You get Mellow, Jello. And uh, what, what's that one? Melo Jello and uh, what do they call uh, Lonzo? Lonzo and Zoe, just Zoe. Get all three of them, and you're gonna win the championship. I'm like, yo, this is what got me. When he smooth looked Shannon Sharp in the face after Shannon Sharp said, You, you think Lonzo better than uh, LeBron? All right, this man on, said, Yes, on this note, <laughs> I can understand that because 
you you're not gonna ever say regardless of you the truth or not. You gonna say your son is better than nah, bro. Come on, regardless bro. of nah. Hey, I'm not a father. Call. I'm nowhere near a father. I probably won't be a father anytime soon. But if somebody better than my son, I'm not gonna look them in their face and say my son. Yeah, you gotta be realistic. Nah, that's that's it. Ain't about it. He knows that Zoe ain't better than LeBron. But being in your son's corner like that, that's that's big. Regardless of if if it's the truth or not, just having that, like damn, my dad believed in me type but when, stuff. No, but the thing is, but Zoe knows he not. Zoe knows he's not better than LeBron and. LeVar knows he's not better than LeBron, but the point of it is having that person in your corner saying that they believe in what you do and all that type stuff. That's the purpose of behind it. Y'all but just looking LeVar, away. Y'all LeVar looking too LeVar deep really into it. Believes that though, LeVar believes that that he's nah. There's no way. He believes it, bro. He's off. Um, his, his screws yo, are loose. He said he got he got mad when um when Lamelo want to go back to high school to finish. Yeah, come yeah. on now. I saw that on the Facebook show. Come on, he got mad. He was like, I want to go back to high school. What? <laughs> he's trying to finish off, man. He, even though I, I don't know what they keep talking about. Keep saying he's eligible. I, is he really eligible? For, eligible yeah. For um, I was. I did a little digging on that. He didn't. He didn't take any paychecks. They were paying the brand. They were paying BR, the bar, Lavar's brand in general. So technically, he was just over there playing ball. He never got paid a check. So, and he's never been paid by Lavar. He's not an actual signature athlete. Of the big baller brand, he's just Lavar's son. He got his own shoe though. Loopholes is crazy. He doesn't have his own shoe. They just named it after him. He hasn't received any money from it. Damn. Hey, that's kind of. That's hey, that's that's smart, there. That's how you do it. That's that's what you call uh, your business. That's what he needs to do. He needs to stay doing that type stuff. He don't need to be talking in the public because he said he disappeared for a minute. And you ain't hear nothing about him for a while. Oh no, he said he didn't disappear. He was what overseas. He said was, I was overseas. Yeah. They ain't got no Skip Bayless over there. Yeah, I said I want to talk to Skip Bayless. They right, ain't have uh, you over there. There's cameras <laughs> everywhere. If he wanted to say something, he could easily say something. No, they sent the report. They sent the ESPN reporter back because he was leaking news. Yeah. So, like, I mean, we ain't hear about him because it, it won't no cameras over there. Man, it's crazy uh, that he actually got a bigger following overseas than he does in the U.S. and he's still trending in the U.S. No, nah, that ain't crazy. I mean, yeah, when you bring an impact over there, he, he brought an impact over right. there, though. It's like he did. Nobody was looking at Lithuania. Now he yeah. got water bottle companies, and, well, water companies from Lithuania. So I ain't going to front. I looked into buying a pair of them uh, big baller joints, the the new mid tops they got. But uh, they, I heard a, a, a valid point that uh, Melo or Zo has been injured every every other month wearing the mm-hmm. uh, ZO3 or ZO2. So I, no, thank you. I'm More good fragile. on that. Yeah, but I, I don't trust him. I don't trust him plastic shoes on the ankles either. Yeah. <laughs> so uh y'all saw uh I know y'all saw the video. Well, I know Q saw it at least. The video uh after the trade down line was over, he was playing the wind going nowhere. So oh, yeah, uh, I saw that. Yeah. So, you know, they didn't get traded, but a lot of people did get traded. It was basically uh they said statistically this was the most players in the last seven days of the you know, the deadline. Fifty seven players were moved. Now it was it was a lot of movement, but it was wasn't really a lot of like impact moves. I know the biggest one was uh Porzingis to the Mavs. How you feel about big that move? Nah, I don't nah, think, I don't think the biggest move. Mark Gasol to the Raptors. Name wise, I only think that, I think Tobias to uh, what's his name to the to Philly. Well, strategically, that's the biggest one. J Cole to Philly. That that's that's a um that's a big one. <laughs> well, go ahead, um, bro. You call him <laughs> J Cole. That man look just like J Cole, man. <laughs> 
like a six eight J Cole. But no, <laughs> seriously though, that's probably that or Gasol is gonna be the more impactful. But when I mean biggest, I mean like namesake wise. Oh, star, star. Like oh, when you yeah, talk yeah. about the, yeah, no stars got moved but Porzingis. Porzingis, yeah. Porzingis, the only star was moved, and of course he's not playing for the man of the year, but. The future, you got the two European stars over there. Dallas starting to look like the Suns back in the day and the Spurs. Yeah. Um, so that that's going to be a big move for the future. But, yeah, like Tobias to um, to the Sixers, that's a good move. Like it's, it seems like the, the East are starting to try to – they're trying to get ready for that playoff run because you know you don't know who's coming out this year. You don't know. Yeah, because LeBron left, so they all got to – You don't know who's coming out with the East? Yeah. yeah you don't know who's coming out oh, the East. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They feel like they got a LeBron chance. LeBron made a once. valid point when he brought yeah. that up, though. I mean, I don't see the lie. No, nah, nah, no lie was told. But man, you you y'all really don't like that Mark Gasol to the Raptors? Like, I feel like that's a that's a good move. If number two ever decide to play like three games straight, oh, they gonna be all right. You can't call that man by his name, though. Nah, nah, I, I'm with I'm with Skip on this one all the way. I will not call him by his name. He quit on us. His name is Kawhi. Leonard. <laughs> <Because I'm laughs> only if I had the name. Only if I had the name. Man. I mean, only if I had the laugh. If I had the laugh in there, I would have played it. But, hey, bro, um, where, the, where the bombs and stuff at, bro? You ain't got your, got your toys with you tonight? Man, I do, but it ain't needed yet. All right, I just <laughs> prepared, man. That's no, we, we good. We good. All right. I definitely got to add the laugh at some point. But, but yeah, though, um, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting, like, trying to see how the E shape out. But, you know, yeah. how, how that goes at the All-Star, at the All-Star week. Uh, hey, this the, when, when, when is it the um, – the drive always, I mean, a uh, trade deadline always been before the All Star break. Yeah, I used yeah. to thought it was after. Well, no, it's, it's usually it's sometimes. It, I think it depends on how it falls. Because last year it was during the uh, well, the year before last it was during the All Star game because that's when Boogie got traded to New Orleans after the All Star game. Yeah, you're right. That Monday, oh, he was right? the game. He was the word. So no, probably, it was doing the press conference doing the game. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like uh, you got uh, you got traded to New Orleans. To where? A word. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so kind of similar thing that happened to harrison barnes i i don't know what's going on with that i heard different stories um about what happened to harrison barnes did he know about it did he not know about it so i like how i feel about that uh that I'm, crazy gonna, to I'm, I'm gonna go to what brian said how he was talking about how when the players when the players want to leave or the players want to do xyz everybody frowned upon them like oh they need to be grateful they're playing and this that, and the third but then when the owners want to get rid of you, it's just you gone. Ain't no questions about it. They ain't asking you. They trade you or cut you, and then they just say it's business. So I like I like what Brian was saying as far as for the players, and they, they need to be treated the same way how the owners get treated when they when they move people. It's well, I think business. that's because the league has crafted this image of the players needing to be loyal to the, to the fan base and the teams, and the teams don't have to – reciprocate that same loyalty to that degree. Hey, man, shout out to Damian Lillard, who's my current favorite player now. Everybody else done, you know, <laughs> done some shicey stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, yo. Yeah, Damian Lillard, my new, my new favorite player. He loyal. I don't so care far. what nobody say. Celtics still one in the East. Ain't trying to hear that. Nah, I don't think they built for <gasps> that. You don't really believe <gasps> that no more. Hey, y'all young boys ain't balling like last year either. Kyrie a um, team killer. Ah. Uh, that's what I was getting at when I said I don't think they built for that. I don't, I don't think – I think Kyrie can't be that number one player. I feel like when the time comes, it's his moment, but I don't think he can carry See, the thing is, if you look at the history of the league, there's never been a point guard that was the number one player to lead their team to an NBA championship. So winning? No. no. Never. Everybody had hope. 
Nobody won it by themselves anyway. Yeah, but it's always it's always a second. It's always like a two guard and a big man combination. Generally yeah. speaking, I feel like Kyrie's a yeah. I feel like Kyrie's a great one A player. Right. No, I, like, I think it's, he doesn't have somebody. He doesn't like as we say. He doesn't have, he doesn't have that one other guy that's like a big big time. They got a lot a lot of pieces, a lot of good decent players, but they don't, he don't have that extra person that's on his level like that that uh. Top two. That's why, honestly, I was hoping that we, and to this day, I've been saying it for about a year and a half now, we need to trade Kyrie. <laughs> but. Hey, I thought about, well, what's, what's the boxer name when SP said Oh, yeah, that? I, thought, I thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that same thing when he said it. Bruh. Hey, nah, but hey, chill, we got to trade Kyrie, man. <laughs> I, I was hoping that we traded him for uh, poor Zingas, to be honest with you, because I could have seen um, him and Tatum being a good combination. He wouldn't have wanted to go there if Porzingis won't there, though. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think the offseason will be more interesting than uh, this trade deadline was. Yeah, the, yeah, that in the season, we already know what's going to happen at the end of the season, more than likely. So the yeah, Spurs is going to make a run and um, knock off the Warriors. Run at what? Hopefully. Hopefully. A run at... I don't know. Nah, it's gonna play out. Look, man, the Spurs. I want to run at the Southwest Division. Nah, so the Lakers gonna end up having to play the Warriors in the second round. Oh, Lakers gotta get past us first. Who's, who's us? us? Sacramento. What, the, what you mean? You just said he was a Portland. You said he was a Portland. No, 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 no. I said Damian Lillard's. Nah, 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 nah. You're a Portland fan. You're a Trailblazer fan. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm a Sacramento fan through and through. They got a team. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you hey, don't say yeah, through him. Don't, right don't, don't say through him through because don't say through him because you, you, you flopped for a minute. Him. No, Chill. you didn't. No, you didn't drop him. You said nothing about him for mm. a couple of solid yeah. years. You, yeah. you never okay. even spoke Sacramento Kings. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, I'm sitting up here with a whole jersey. Yeah, whole nigga, ball. now. now. <laughs> I had these for years. What you talking about? Hey, like, and they ain't say nothing. They ain't do nothing. Ain't never anyway, seen a jersey. He, anyway, don't, he don't even know who Pedro Stoyakovic is. This boy, this nigga, man. Crazy. Anyway, Doug, anyway, back to what y'all was saying. Christy. <laughs> hey, Q know who he is. Kobe know who he is, too. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, Kobe got them rings, too. What Christy got? Ooh. Them knuckles. What else is going to take him in life? Nowhere. What he doing now? Nothing. Hey, he got millions. Okay. He got millions. Got millions. Okay. What he doing? His wife, his wife was a TV celebrity. I don't even know who his wife is. She was on. It don't, um, it don't matter. Exactly. She was on TV. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> left. He ain't doing shit. Continue. What Kobe wife doing? Being pregnant. Besides taking back a cheetah. All right. Being, being pregnant. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Black man don't cheat. Black man don't cheat. We're not going to start that. Kobe's Italian. Kobe's Italian. So. Yeah, good point. Good point. No, he's black. His name's Bean Bryant. It sounds Italian. Yeah, and he was born in Italy. So, anyway. He got mad because Kobe gone. Anyway, um, <laughs> hey, it's all good. We're gonna see, we're gonna see where Sacramento is when uh, when the end of the season comes, probably nowhere, but still, man. Yeah. All right. Was that all right? You leaving or all right? Just all right. I was just saying all right. Oh, just make sure, man. All right. So we've talked about the NBA trade deadline and what's been going on uh, before that all-star break. 
And now we're going to transition over to MLB. We got Frank Robinson. He was the first black manager in the MLB. Uh, that's a little FYI for you guys out there. So um, as far as Frank Robinson is concerned, he was a general manager uh, for the Orioles. He actually won the AL Manager of the Year in 1989. A uh, little known fact as well, he actually was a state champion uh, with Bill Russell back in high school. So um, as far as the MLB and black managers, you guys got any thoughts on the present status of that? Man, to be honest, I only knew two black managers, like Dusty Baker Dusty and Baker, uh, yeah. Ron Washington. Those are the only two I knew. And only reason I knew Ron Washington because he got caught with like Coke or something like that. Yeah. Or crack or something like that. And, and, and that was not even a, a good thing about it. But I remember, I think he was in like Houston or something when that happened. Or that I only knew those two because you know I we don't really managers aren't really the face of the organizations like it is with other sports so especially black managers like I, I really only knew two so yeah. when y'all dropped it I had to do my own research on who he was and um, I was like oh first black manager yeah. but then I thought about it I was like yo I don't know any other black managers yeah I mean the league ain't got but. What we say like seven percent black people in general or something like that. You can't about call w. it the league, bro. It's baseball. You got to say major league baseball. Major league. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. it don't even never sound right if you're talking. It's called the baseball of the league. Uh, nevertheless, te- technically it's a league, though. I mean, yeah. t- so t- what? Seven, seven percent, six percent, whatever the percentage was of black people as uh, actual players. So you know the owners, the ownership level ain't gonna be but one, two. Well, not ownership, but manager, manager level. Like one, two, is it a is it a single black owner in Major League Baseball? Owner? Uh, I would go on a limb and say no, because we would know about it. Probably. Probably. Not. I think I, I honestly think I I might be wrong, but I think Jordan is the only black owner in sports. Wouldn't surprise I, I, me. I think, and he's a, well, he's a majority owner. Oh, we like tripping, bro. States. We tripping. We tripping, dog. Magic Johnson owned the Dodgers. He's a he's a partial owner. Yeah, well, part owner. Yeah. That's probably as good yeah, as but, it's gonna get. Yeah. Jordan is a majority majority. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I might have to go look that up after this, but I I think Jordan might be the only black owner. Rest in peace, yes. Frank Robinson. By the way, that's kind of yeah. why we started talking about this. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I just Google black owners in sports, and they say three leagues, ninety two teams, and one black principal owner. Jordan. Is Jordan? I don't know. I'm trying to read through the little article real quick, but it ain't pop up. He's trying to pay for the Just a little bit on uh, how Frank Robinson felt about being the first black manager. I felt this quote, um, we could all relate to it just based on uh, coming up in life and trying to gain opportunities, trying to take advantage of opportunities. Uh, My man said, when things went right, fine. But when things went wrong, it was going to be doubly bad because of me being the first black manager. And when I heard that, it kind of just made me reflect on my mom uh, telling me when I grew up that if I wanted to earn positions or take an opportunity, that many times I had to be double as good. Twice yeah, exactly. Good. Yep. <laughs> hey, everybody heard I that mean, thing, boy. Yeah, <laughs> I think Coach Hannah probably told us about that. Yeah. Nah, shout, out, shout out to nah, our mom. No, I'm about to say, Coach Ham, no, I've been hearing that since I was a, a little kid. 
Yeah, you got to be, be twice be as twice good as them. <laughs> the black yeah, plight, really? man. They ain't lying, though. It ain't, it ain't they, uh, they ain't told a single lie, boy. Life hey, gets tough. Just, you get successful, and they want to hate you more. Hey, but the uh, cr- crazy thing about it, as black men, we still are seen more acceptable than black women, so we can't even complain for real. Like, black women are like, the like when you consider like opportunities, they're like the lowest on the totem pole. Uh, yeah, this is true. Like, you got the white, you got the white men, white women. It's interesting that men, you brought that up, though, because I was talking to two of my uh, black female coworkers one day, and they had actually mentioned the fact that in some industries, uh, when you talk about from corporate opportunities, black women will get those opportunities before black men. And I thought that was kind of interesting that they brought that up. Certainly. Hey, 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 guys, before before y'all get too deep in this, I want to let y'all know that I'm about to uh, hop off real quick. I got to go do some work stuff. So this is Rory right here. About to go save the world, huh? This this is for Rory. (laughs) 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 Mike made out of basketball. Yeah, man. Exit stage stage left. I don't even know how you're going to pop. Oh, no, man. We got the link. But yeah, uh, what was you saying, Espy, though? Yeah, you know, made me lose my train of thought. Nah, but a bigger a bigger point, though, uh, back on the Frank Robinson thing, uh, like I said, he won the AL Manager of the Year in 89 for the Orioles. However, when he first moved there with his family, they struggled just to get housing just because the landlords in Baltimore were refusing black tenants. That's crazy, too, because Baltimore really, uh, well, I guess at that time, it probably still was a little segregated, but... You would think Baltimore is up north, technically, that they'd be a little. Right, more you would think the club would help him get a crib. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in nineteen eighty nine, come on now, this is eighty nine. We ain't talking like sixty nine. We're talking eighty nine. Yeah, you're right. And the fact yeah, he still, I mean, yeah, that's crazy. But this America, dog, and the emphasis yeah. on the, uh, you know, hey, the, uh, <laughs> that, that that letter's not even in the actual spelling, but. <laughs> <laughs> I got you though. I got you, you know though. What I'm talking. <laughs> and I, I just got an issue with the fact that baseball they kind of try to promote this this way that they're trying to become more diverse, and uh, they really utilize Jackie Robinson um, as a beacon for that. However, he continues to speak out, or he continued to speak out on how um, how basically there needs to be more diversity in baseball, and they continue to ignore him while using his image to uh, indicate that there was diversity in baseball. Yeah, I'm about to say, if Jackie Robinson's still talking, I don't want to listen. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. It's, it's that but he no. can tell me right now that I'm willing to listen to. I promise. Nothing. But no, but seriously, though, like, I, I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know if it ever will be fixed, you know, with, with African-Americans in baseball. It, it just seems like it, it's in a sense, beyond us at this point. Not saying it's better than us. What I mean by beyond us is, like, we don't even care about it. Like, we're not growing up watching the games anymore. We're not really – we're playing T-ball because we need a sport. Like, okay, we're not old enough to play football, so let's play T-ball. Like, it's it's just there kind of as a placeholder to get Do to basketball. Do kids even play football. T-ball anymore? I mean, I see a lot of people, like – we're at that age range when we actually have, um like, friends with kids about six, seven, eight years old, and a lot of them are playing T-ball, like, when they're younger. But – you don't really see a lot of them transition to, like, baseball. It's like, all right, they start playing basketball or they think about the football. So, I mean, it's still around, but, you know, are are they going to stick to it? I don't know. I just don't see, like, us really embracing it again, especially when 
you know, you get that CBA for uh, the NBA, and the money's way better now. Yeah. You don't have to be that great of a player to make all the money anymore. And then, of course, the NFL is always going to be there. So, I mean, if you're good enough to play, you're going to want to go play. So, so the Wizards definitely still gave Otto Porter a hundred million. That was crazy. Man. That's the market. Four years. Stop talking about your. Uh, stop talking about your, uh, your your teammate, man. Skirt. Somehow, I don't know. I don't know how, but somehow that's your teammate. Chill out, bro. <laughs> AFL free agency start March first. All right. So how can I put my um my name in the hat? Um, you you are the creative director for this podcast at the moment. Um, you have one job. <laughs> <laughs> outside of my real job, I got one job, right? Yeah, yeah. At, outside of being a millionaire, you got to make sure this podcast keeps running. All right, now. So anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, all right, my bad. Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to talk about that. Anyway, man. Moving on. So, um, funny little topic here. So, just want to talk about like social medias from the guy's point of view, right? So, from the male's point of view, I'm pretty sure it's different. This would be a perfect time to have a female here. Um, I'm sorry, a woman. You know, got some feminists that get mad that I said that. But to have a woman here to kind of have their retorts to everything we're saying. So, in a in a nut in a nutshell, how do y'all feel about IG from the guy's point of view? That in a nut, I'm like, oh, this is starting off real wild. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 you horny, horny. Hey, chill out. It's not 11 o'clock. What? What? <laughs> what? This is definitely getting cropped out. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> nah, you got to let that fly. You got to <laughs> let that fly. That boy wide open with it. 10.30. Yeah, he said 11 o'clock. I'm on you. <laughs> hey, I told you. 18 to 80. Blind, crippled, and crazy. SP going. <laughs> <laughs> Underscore SP oh, no. Global. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nah, man. IG, IG make it crazy these days, dog. You like too many pictures, girl. Swear you want to love her. And then, and then, yo, I still can't get over it. was like three weeks ago when Shorty asked me to cash app her for a video. <laughs> Bro, like, baby girl, why would I cash app you to see you twerk? Like I was, I did, I still, I'm astonished by that. Like it was, it was, it was crazy, and I had to block well, you, her. Well, yeah, I mean, your problem is you actually liking pictures. I'm sending you with likes, yo. Nah, you gotta let them like fly. Hey, nah, hold nah. on, hold on, Cal. You ain't got a lot of me, but all right, man. Come on, now. okay. Anyway, oh, all right. Anyway, oh, all right. I wish, I wish we could show video footage. I might, I might get like five likes off a day. <laughs> if only 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 if we had other people in the chat right now because they'd be on liking sprees i'm like yo yeah we gonna say no names but <laughs> man, them boys be hey, them boys be wide open on them likes dog i'm talking man. about every picture i see i see three names for show pop up and you know ig be telling on you too that don't be like you're two homeboys in this random. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I, like, yo, y'all like it. Everything, everything, man. How, no, this would be tripping. Like, yo, how do you even know her? You oh. ask him, how you know her? Uh, I mean, man, she followed me a long time ago. Dog, no, dog, she did. <laughs> then that that one friend that SP got that always follow random chicks that you, that we know he didn't know. <laughs> but I, I ain't gonna say that. Just hit me. That just hit me. I'm like, what is this? Oh. <laughs> Like, yo, how do you know her? She's from Anchorage, Alaska, and that's my third cousin. Like, how do you know her? Hey, hey, bro, she just uh she sent me a request the other day. No, she didn't, dog. Like, come on now. 
It'd be crazy when you try to put, we try to G check them. Like, yo, how you know such and such? Yeah. Oh yeah, they sent me that request, dog. No, no, she didn't, bro. Like, dog, come on now. She ain't even follow you back, bro. Her boyfriend don't allow her to be on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, so which which I take on like we had a whole bunch of like behind the curtain argument. Well, not real arguments, debates about like yo, we should do this, we should do that with the show. And one thing Roy brought up is like yo, we got to get somebody Instagram famous on that. What in the world is Instagram famous, Roy? Uh, Instagram famous is somebody with a lot of followers, and the only re- like it, you get paid off of that stuff. But that's how you get promoted without actually paying for Instagram. If you link up and do business with somebody that's got a lot of followers, they going people gonna support it. People so fake these days that they gonna say somebody with a million followers repost a video of the, of the podcast. Guess what? We gonna get six thousand followers off of that just because we technically went viral. That's why I keep telling you you gotta call Carrie yeah, Harrison, bro. Right. I know she got a thing for you. You gotta Chill, call her, bro. And you you gotta literally get on IG and video call her, bro. Like she just gonna have to either block you or she gonna listen to the podcast. One of the two. But why? But why would why would I have to call her though? Come on you now. want me to put your business out there? Anyway, <laughs> moving on. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so hey, hold up, hold up, hold up, Cal, hold up. So you, you said can, IG you family. Can IG call people. What's up? No, I have no idea. I don't even go. Oh, but see, I don't even. Go, I don't even do the uh, the little. The, what is the thing called? Stories. I'm old when it comes to IG. I'm sitting on the couch the other day. I'm like, hey, Roy, how you uh post this picture? I'm sitting there for like an old head sitting there pointing at my phone like, yo, how you post it? He just snatched my phone but like, I got it. You got to put the boomerang on. I'm like, what's the boomerang? Oh, that's the joke the girls be doing when they do like the two-second pose. Like, I really feel old when it comes to like IG. Like, I don't be doing all those extra features. But, I mean, but if you want to talk about somebody like Carrie Hilson, she's like an actual legit celebrity. So, what like what do you consider like you said a million followers so that's like a quote unquote public figure on Instagram because I still to this day don't know what a public I mean figure that, is. that the public figure don't be people just trying to they be fake making themselves public figures because anybody can put public figure on a page if you create a business account I believe public figure is an that's option exactly what it is no, I don't under I don't if you don't have a Wikipedia if you don't have a Wikipedia you're not a public figure. I can't say I can't agree. So with technically, that. I Roy's a public. I got a Wikipedia, but I'm not a public figure. Man, you out here famous, cause bro, I'm a I'm a I'm a broke <laughs> bum with a college degree from the seven five. That's it. All right, I'm about to go ahead and update your Wikipedia. Talk about how not broke you are. <laughs> Shout out to Wikipedia, even though they be asking for money. Yeah, they do ask for money. Hey, I ain't gonna lie to. You. I, I donated. I'm sorry for the bother, but this is free. So uh... I donated to Wikipedia one time. Wikipedia got me through college, <laughs> so I'm appreciative. I done gave my money to Wikipedia than I did my own school. Hey, look, Professor talking about Wikipedia's not a source. Shoot. Shoot. <laughs> you can cite Wikipedia too. Shoot. Boy. Wikipedia. Man, but no, nah, Instagram is made away though. I, I like Instagram for the fact like it gives small businesses a chance these days. Hell, it gave the podcast oh, yeah. a chance. Like we we ain't paid for no marketing, but we out here got a couple people that pay attention to us, so it's Using social media for marketing has helped businesses grow, but it's some good Definitely. and bad to it too. Because I think people over over analyze social media; it, it kills relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's people let people in. Like I, I'm not against people that you know. You got to be smart how you moving on social media because a lot of things mm-hmm. can be misinterpreted, and then next thing you know, you in a jam. Exactly, and that's why I told you I don't. Like pictures. No, nah, that's real. Because if you, like, 
in a relationship, out of a relationship, a, a like could be taken two different ways. Yeah. Oh, one, he wants me, or two, why does he keep liking my pictures? Like, I, I don't really... If I like your picture, it's like legit me liking your picture. If I'm trying to get at you, I probably won't do it from liking. Like I, I had I, to I, I had to watch how I was liking because, uh, you know, back, back in my younger day, I used to uh, post some wild stuff on Instagram. So my explore page was kind of crazy. Nah, 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 I didn't, I didn't, I didn't change up. Uh, you know, the business, the business is more important, so I had to change up the persona. People thought I was really living that IG post life. I wasn't. I was just posting videos. That's when he pulled his car. He was like, "Hold on, now." They like, "Bro, you in the club?" Nah, bro. I just posted a video, bro. It, 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 I'm at the crib. Some three weeks ago, bro. <laughs> From three weeks ago, bro. I'm at the crib chilling, bro. I ain't even gonna lie, shorty. I did it. Uh, was it a couple of days ago? I had posted a picture from when I was out in Vegas and went to Benihana. And this jungle asked me, "What you doing out in Vegas?" I was like, "I ain't there right now." Mm. I said, "You lying?" <laughs> I don't think it's a lie. Hey, she was trying to get flewed out. Yep. She <laughs> slid him the DMs and was oh, like, "So yeah. you in Vegas, huh?" She <laughs> so it go down. <laughs> So without incriminating yourself, what's your DM sliding policy when you were single? Are, you, are we talking about uh, sending DMs or receiving? No, sliding into DMs, like actually sending them. What is your policy? Because I remember, I remember back in the day where I'm not gonna mention names, but I remember back in the day. This is before SP got into the fold with the group. Uh, a certain young lady, she hit me like. A, pic, a picture from like 47 weeks ago before DMs was there. <laughs> That's crazy. And Roy and, and Roy and all the other they was like, yo, you better get on that, bro. But um, but yeah, back before DMs is like you had to go to an old picture from a long time ago to be discreet about that. But the crazy thing about that, if somebody else is lurking, they're gonna be doing the same thing and see that you just posted five minutes ago on that same picture. So how do y'all how do y'all treat like DM siding or did treat past tense? My my DMs broke. But when they were working, uh, you just gotta you gotta just shoot your shot every now and then if you really want to talk to everything them. goes, no holds barred. Yeah, <laughs> but I I didn't see some pretty clever jumps. I'll be on Twitter looking, and uh, you know people girls I don't girls childish these days, dog. They be posting what cats be sending in their DMs on Twitter. But I will say that some of these cats is getting clever. I seen one dude, he posted a um a picture of a ball. Or he, he sent the ball with like four dots on it, and it, it you know IG it showed that it's seen. Yeah. So my man replied back and was like, "Oops, my ball fell in your DMs. I just came to get it." I'm like, "Okay, that's clever. <laughs> okay." That depends on who you're talking to, though. Somebody might find that corny. Somebody might find <laughs> that hilarious. This this is true. Mess around, get the wrong one in there. Like you, why are you so corny? You can just hear her neck rolling while she typing. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't don't reply no, don't reply no light skin girl DM, bro. They no, you, light skin you bad, on social media screenshot somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah, don't don't let her forehead be too big either. She nah, got a big forehead, nah. boy. It's a wrap. Nah, it's be, you gotta be respectful. You can't be saying any and everything to anybody. Back in my heyday, you know, when I was DM sliding and jumping. True, true, <laughs> you, true. You got it. You have to be respectful. And honestly, though, nine times out of ten, if I was in your DM, it really won't try to get at you. It was really like holding a conversation or something like that. Because 
I'm ch- I'm terrible with like the execution part of it. I'm terrible. So, what you mean I, the execution part? I will be talking to you for like 17 <laughs> months in the DMs and trying to get at you, and I'll be like, yo, I, I just can't ask for the number. Like, <laughs> so if I'm talking to you, if I'm talking to you in the DMs and I'm not asking for your number, it's no, probably don't tell me you want to know. So, so you just, Roy doesn't believe. So Roy you, doesn't believe anything that I say. No, nah, so. I ain't believe none of them lies. Don't, you just don't tell me you one of them. What's your uh, what's your IG people? Not at all. I don't. I don't. I'm like the most social, anti-social person. Like matter of fact, if you was in town, you would have saw when we was at uh, we was at Wing Bistro. Um, yeah, you know, were we at Wing Bistro? Yeah, Wing Bistro Saturday night. Oh man, all these wing places. But it was at Wing Bistro, and we was just talking and everything. Every time the waitress came by, I kind of got quiet. <laughs> I don't know why I'm just like, yo, I don't know you, bro. But you know, I, I kind of loosen up, so I'm, I'm kind of weird like that. I guess I'm, I'm like really sociable when I get to know you, but I don't really want to talk to nobody. Tie up your cleats, strap up them gloves, make sure your facts are ready, because you're now entering press coverage with DM. Yo, um, you know, it's not Dion. Uh, press coverage is usually run by my dog, but he had to take a leave of absence for the day. So I'm going to take it over for him. We're going to talk about black business in the, in the in the African-American community and the lack of support. One thing I've always noticed is people always say we don't have enough black businesses, but we really have a lot of black businesses. We as a culture just don't support black business. And uh, we have a big buying power. One thing that I've seen, it was a report done last year. Uh, our buying power in the, in the black community is $1.3 trillion of buying power to spend. But guess what? We spend it outside of our own community. Just imagine if we spent that money with our own people. How do y'all feel personally about some of the some of the topics that we know about black business and the stereotypes? Stereotypically, when we talk about black businesses, when you're not informed, we're talking about higher price goods versus what you can get from the store. Like you can get a white t-shirt from a black business with like a letter on it. And it's going to be $35 when you can go to Target and get that same shirt for 15, which is not actually the case. That's like, a, like you said, stereotype. A lot of black businesses are doing, uh, the prices are a little bit higher, but they're not that drastically high where it's like, okay, it's going to break you. Like, unless you really out here pitching pennies, supporting the black business is not really going to break your pockets. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I agree with that. Like I said, most of the time you hear, oh, we want to we want to shop with black businesses, but either they charge too much or then from the business side of it, everybody comes in at them and they want a discount because, oh, we both black. So y'all need to cut me a deal type stuff. So you it's kind of kind of get hit on both sides of it. But overall, like, like Kyle said, there's a lot of stereotypes about how black businesses are run and what they do and stuff like that. But if we... uh. He said, if we put all put that money, like Roy was saying, back into the community, we can we can change a whole lot of stuff. But we want to go out and, and buy all the expensive name brands and European stuff. Like it ain't it ain't that deep. What if we buying European stuff because that's where we was uh No, no, what elaborate. None. No, I'll, I'll, no, I'm just playing. I, I was just joking. <laughs> I I had nothing, absolutely nothing there. I just wanted to I just wanted to see if y'all was going to make a joke about some crazy shit, but if nobody took the beat. No, nah, but yo, what's so real though, we talk about European stuff, like, I don't personally know too many people out here buying these high-priced like high European stuff. I don't, I don't, 
know too many people who actually yeah. out here buying legit Gucci, legit. That's because people people like, in your tax bracket actually nah, shop real, responsibly, with the, bro. With the, hey, with the, with, back to this with, like, with the whole that's Gucci, the truth. Stuff, that's the whole truth. Blackface and all that talking about boycott and Gucci and this that, and the third. I was thinking, I'm like, realistically, the cats that own Gucci and uh, that really got the real stuff, they got the money where they can put it aside and not wear it and it'd be cool. But the cats that spending Gucci money out of their means, they they can't put them that pair of jeans aside. They can't put that thousand dollar pair of shoes aside. They gotta wear it because they didn't drop a whole stack on it. But like I said, most 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 cats don't either they don't got real real designer stuff or they just don't got nothing at all. So like the whole boycotting thing, I just thought it was funny because it's that falls into the hands of that falls into the hands of like uh the rich people. Calvin's. <clears throat> Man, chill out. I have no Gucci, no product. I, nah, chill out. I don't, I don't wear designer clothes. Oh, Lie hold on, me. no. He, he's in that point where you know how you get me. so much money where you just wear regular stuff. He on that level. Yeah, yeah. The Bill Gates yeah, and that, Warren Buffett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. just wear yeah. regular, yeah. regular clothes. Still use coupons to look regular. Max. Yeah, yeah. But it'd be a regular shirt that's really worth like $10 million. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Yeah. Big money. Anyway, I got you. That's why you might cut out. It's all good. He, he said, "See Rob clothing." He said, "Your name is in your own clothes, but nobody can see the logo. It's just in the tag." Word. Yeah, that's how we be. But nah, word, I, on word. on top of that, man, I think a lot of with the black community is it's a lot of it's a lot of good stores, but the bad stores outweigh the good. Um, professionalism struggles at a lot of black stores, mainly because you know how our people get the people that's really running the store. And if it's a store that has employees, most of the time they feel like they worth more than they getting paid. Mm. So they, they closing early. They trying to find a shortcut instead of just providing the best service possible. And and that wears on people. Cause if you keep trying to, you can, we all know we shop at black stores and, and black businesses, but after a while you'd be like, bro, I'm, I'm about to go to this chain store. Cause I know the service is going to be good over there. And I, and I'm not talking about your small Instagram businesses. I'm talking about like actually established restaurants and locations that, that have a physical building. Yeah. Just like, uh, like the bring up soldier boy again, like when he owned that, uh, subway, mm-hmm. he tried to pop up and they had it closed. <laughs> like, come yeah. on now. He popped up in the middle of the day and the subway was closed. Come on yeah. now. That's not responsible. But that falls on a lot of times of uh like who you hire too. So a lot of times people might try to undercut by just hiring fr- friends and family. And, you know, certain friends and family are not going to respect you as a boss because yeah. you grew up with them. Like, that's one thing. And, and that all depends on like your management style and how you are, because it's hard for some people to become that. I wouldn't say controller, but more that person that like emphasize everything. Like, yo, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do this. Like when it's somebody you grew up with or like a family member. So I see a lot of times, like when you at that restaurant, Oh, it's his niece or it's her nephew. Uh, it's kind of running a register or something like that. So there's, it's not that structure that you have when you don't personally know that owner, you know, you right on that. That's, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. It's, we can do better, but it's just, like I say, it's it, it's a lot of patience that comes from both sides, the consumer and the business, overall. Yeah. But once we get to that level, on the same on like the same page, then that'll that'll boost up a lot. I 
thing personally. I was talking to my grandpa over the weekend, man. He got mad at me when I told him Martin Luther King ain't uh, that integration killed us. But I feel like black businesses would have been booming. They were in a segregated society. They were like they were. Because just think about it, it wouldn't have been, oh, I got to start my business. Your grandparents had already owned that business. All you had to do was keep it running yeah. for generations, but they, which that's how. My bad. Go ahead. Yeah, that's that's kind of what's going on now, but a lot of people don't want to take that time to run those businesses. People still, people. Yeah, grandparents everybody want to be Instagram Yeah, famous. people, grandparents and stuff got those, those little mom and pop shops that y'all, that they can pass along to the grandkids and kids and stuff like that. But they don't want to run those businesses. They don't want to. They don't want to do that work because it's, it's work. And nowadays, like we say, you see cats on Instagram, social media, just making it off of not being funny or just doing some dumb stuff. Hmm. So <laughs> you see that and you see how easy it was. All, these, all the chicks that's out here to just get naked on social media. And now they, they up there making legit money. So you see that and then it's like, dang, I'm out here busting my butt in this shop trying to make it. And they, we barely surviving month to month. And then you go look on your phone and somebody out here telling jokes that ain't funny and, and they making it. So I, I it's preach, I man. Instagram. I, community, community, I, I understand man. like kind of both sides of it, but we got to look at, at the long term. A lot of us look at the short term. Just, just the quick, all right, what is it going to do for me in the next month, the next year? Next That's a very months. good point. But if you, if you, if you set stuff up and you're looking at it, what's it going to do for me for the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years? It's going to outweigh whatever, everything that you got going on now. It's just, that's that's just kind of how we got to think. But like I said, a lot of us young cats, our age, younger, maybe a little bit older, they, it's, that mindset is now, now, now. I'm, Instant gratification. Yes, how's, how I'm, how I'm going to get this money? How this money going to make me look? Because at the end of the day, for most people, they just trying to stunt. They want to have the cars, the clothes. The hose, I suppose. Uh, I see what you did there. On, on, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they just want to have all that stuff so they can flex on, on social media and, and let make people perceive that they live in this life that they're not really living. I so, just want to be successful. For the people that didn't catch the reference. Yeah, nah, I'm going to leave that to Drake. <laughs> meanwhile he didn't sing the hook but um as far as like supporting black communities i mean uh black businesses and everything um i i personally i don't mean to sound just say well it can't be racist i'm supporting my own forget it yeah i personally look for black people first like when i went to go get my car racist i didn't want um killer mike was just talking but no talking the same though. thing it ain't it is not racist or anything like that is you everybody else community jewish community do the same thing chinese people do the same thing everybody else's community does the exact same thing they keep everything in their community but they, uh, buy the, they buy the stuff <laughs> from their own people they do everything with their people but then when when black folk do it, either it's looked at as, oh, y'all don't want to do nothing with somebody else, or black folk are doing it, and they, they, don't, they don't want to work with other black folk because you know how we get, and they go do their stuff. So, I want to be the Yeah, man. they go do their stuff with other with other uh, other races because it's easier to operate with because they, mm-hmm. they don't want to put the work in. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I personally look for black people first. Um, when I went to get my car, I didn't want to talk to anybody that wasn't black. I, I literally was acting disinterested until 
a black guy came up. It was actually a black guy way younger than us that came up. It was like, hey, man, what you looking for? And I started talking to him. Um, I would rather get the black, the young black man to sell versus someone else. Spice. Don't, however it sounds, take it that <laughs> way. But this is just how it was kind of brought up. Like, you, you want to you do for others like you hope they'll do for you. Like, also, I'm about to soon be in the market for a crib. I'm probably going to ask people for black realtor. Nothing against white realtors, but I'm going to look for a black realtor. Of course, I'm going to do my due diligence to look at their sales and all that stuff like that. But I'm going to be looking for a black realtor. Just putting out there. Like, if, if I'm doing something, I'm going to be looking for a black person. Like, I look for black people first. Now, if there's, there's no one there for me, I mean, I'm going to go I have to go. But I, I personally look for black people first. Like, uh, you know, one of my old teammates, uh, y'all know him, JJ. I uh, actually copped a sweater off him. He has his own clothing brand now. Uh, it's called Neo. Um, and he started his more so because he's a very fashionable guy. He does the flashy. Well, not flashy. He does like the real, like the European style dressing. I don't know if I just defended him or not when he listens to it, but he, he does that type of dressing. And he was getting frustrated. Like we were talking about, I'm giving my money to these, uh, you know, these expensive European brands and things like that. I might as well start my own company with more affordable clothes. So that's why he started his own. And his the name for it is actually a uh, cool acronym. It's nothing is expensive um, on us. So it's kind of like a double play on words and like the actual prices on it. So y'all go uh, check them up. It's uh, Neo, N-E-I-O, um, N-I-E-O-S. I'm drop sorry. The, drop the link um, on the page. They can know where to go. Get. I will. I will. I will. I'll drop it in the podcast and on the link though. I think, I think like we didn't really here. touch on this, but... Uh, another big piece of it is the fact that you got the the rising, or I would guess you could say the uh, resurgence of entrepreneurship in America in general. Um, me personally, when I'm thinking about it, I feel like the past two decades, for the most part, uh, African-Americans have been pushed to uh, strive more for higher education or to enter the industries such as entertainment or professional sports, as opposed to creating their own business or uh, trying to be their own boss. So I feel like that that plays a, a little bit of a part on in, on that impact as far as uh, black businesses is concerned. So y'all gonna go shop at a black business tomorrow? Absolutely. Just hey, we can we, um, we can we can definitely drop. I don't little, plan on spending money tomorrow. Drop little links but, uh... in the chat. Like we come across stuff, we can drop little links in the chat. Well, not in the chat, but in the... Uh, Say that one more time, Q. Say that one more time. we can drop little links on the uh, on the page. Like, when we come across different black businesses, stuff like that. I mean, just to get it out there. Because a lot of times, it's, it's not that people don't want to do it. They just don't know where to go. Hey, I'm on a black business yeah. this weekend, yeah, bro. Man. My cousin got the, got the tour bus out in Raleigh, RTC. Check it out. Who hosting it? Or who? I mean, which cousin? Robert. You ain't give a name. You <laughs> drop an IG name. <laughs> hey, hey, we're going to drop the link. It's Recognize the yeah. City Tours is the is the name of it. It's basically, um, like I said, party bus, all-inclusive. They hit up three locations uh, out of the 50-plus venues out there in Raleigh. Um, got complimentary drinks on the bus. Really a good time. It could be individuals, groups, you know. I'm going to Chick-fil-A this weekend. Terrible, but you ain't but you ain't a red member, so it don't matter. <laughs> what you mean? But Boy, what, who what's ain't your got status the on the app? That's the better question. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I just I just sit, got right. Sit back. Hey, yeah, I ain't know. I've been I've been spending money. Didn't know. Hey, chill. My bad. Clutch, but 
I'm a vibe. Yeah, for good. Rewards on deck. All right, all some serious stuff right quick. We're about to break up, break up the monotony real quick. And let's talk about that uh, Chris Brown and Offset. How y'all feel about that? And what does monotony mean? <laughs> I don't know. Google it. But anyway, it, it just it just fit in the spot. <laughs> I just was trying to learn something, bro. I thought you had an educated answer. I, my bad. I don't know. Google it. I heard it used in the right context, and I used it in the right context. It used it because it sounded right. <laughs> Anyway, man, what's going on? How y'all feel about the Chris Brown offset? Offset don't want that smoke, like, man. Like I've been saying, bro, Chris Brown been wanting to fight a male for the past <laughs> ten years to show that he's tough. Yeah, he's been. He got to. He, he got to show face. He has everything else going for him. He got the the gang affiliation and the ang- angry attitude tattoos, all the stuff that you would put towards an angry, uh, angry guy. Nah, man, Pyro to the side. I'm still a man. Anyway. And, uh, That's what he said. <laughs> and so the only thing he doesn't have in his pedigree well, or in his background is throwing hands with a dude. So he been wanting smoke with anybody he can get smoke with. So we'll see. But we already know Migos don't fight. I was there, just so. gonna say. Oh, they jump. They they jump. Yeah. They jump. So, they jump. They jump. Uh, they jump. Uh, XSX Tentacion, and he's way younger than him. He was like what seventeen when they jumped him. Joe look like man, but yeah, they don't. They don't see fight us in them hitters. This is true, though. This is true. He ain't lying. Hey, why y'all talking, though? (laughs) Why y'all talking, though? I don't know if y'all been keeping up with Tory Lanez, uh, another weekly uh, topic for us. Y'all see how they uh, ran up on Old Boy and made him apologize for the discharge? Nah. I don't know what you're talking about. Nah. If y'all did not see that, y'all need to go watch it. A young boy named Dax from Canada, too. He actually played basketball in Montana. Montana. But uh, Tory Lanez and them, they ran up on him. Um, he don't want to say it, but it, it, the word's out. They jumped him, um, and they made him apologize on camera for the diss track. But the crazy thing about it, he ain't saying nothing disrespectful on the diss track. He just kind of killed them. Like, he was basically saying, dog, like, you're not saying nothing in your raps. Okay, we get it. You got girls, you got money, but you ain't rapping about nothing. Like, and, and he was, like, on some intellectual type stuff, and I guess Tory felt the way because he ain't run up on Don Q like this. He ain't run up on Jordan, and they said disrespectful yeah. stuff. So, he, that's he crazy, picked the, He picked but, the, little, the little man on the totem pole to try to make a... Make it just like what uh what they was talking about what baby when uh when uh Charlemagne was saying he ain't run up on uh Ross and Trick Daddy and them like that but you can come up on me like this but I'm gonna run up on you yeah, though so is you done or is you finished so uh, <laughs> yeah he he what's his name Tory found a little little cat that he can run up on and make himself look big but like I said he ain't gonna run up on none of the big dogs that he was beefing with like that but yeah that, that's not crazy because like in the video. You catch the part where Tori's like, he's out of breath too. He's like, yo, apologize. Dude, like, hold on, I got you. Hold on. Hold on. I apologize for dropping the diss track. But they done jumped the man that took his chain just because he dropped the diss track on him. That's crazy. Boys ain't want that smoke, boy. Hey, man, look. You don't know if a gun was pointing to his head on the side. You don't know. You just see literally him out of breath. So that man might have made Because he was like, man, I made the best decision. The way he's talking, he was like, I made the best decision for my family. I needed to go home. You know, I needed, you know, for my parents to see me. So yeah. he must have been getting impressed on some serious stuff if he's going to say some stuff like that. He was like, man, y'all might call me weak, but I ain't never said I was a, uh, I went about that. I ain't, I ain't no, I ain't no hood dude. So I ain't about that life. So I mean, if y'all want to talk about me, oh, well, so. Well, yeah, you can respect the honest. rappers be wilding, man. He won't even a gangster rapper though. He not a gangster rapper though. Like he on some other type of stuff, but that, that's the crazy part. Like you went up on the one dude who said he ain't gangster. You know but yeah, Offset don't want that smoke, man. No, any nigga one, that can do a front one, flip without one, without, yeah, one on one. without running easily one on one now, 
If it get down to some to the nitty gritty, hey, I might take one on two for real. I don't know. He got that reach. Hey, he do <laughs> he got that reach. At the end of, hey, and he at can the end of the day, he still live light skin, so you got to remember that. He from Viego. Hey, eight oh four. Early, but all right, that's cool. On phone now. Hey man, y'all know light skin niggas got a whole extra level when they get mad for real. Yeah, Calvin, tell us about it. I don't know. You light skin? No, nah, I'm I'm like <laughs> a, a mocha or something. I don't know. Hey, no, you, either way, I'm either way, I'm talking <laughs> to you. <laughs> you would know more than me. Haters gonna hate, bro. All right, changing up the topics again. Finish talking about Chris Brown and offset situation. We're getting some so, uh, into something a little more more serious to the culture. Talk about Colin Kaepernick. It's a lot going on in the world as far as him and what he's doing. Some people like it, some people don't. We can kind of talk about the player versus the protest and how he's going about it and everything that's going along with that. So I'm going to toss it over to uh, Roy. What you what you think about that, about Cap and everything that's going on right now? Um, Man, I think Cap should definitely be in the NFL. He's better than most of the quarterbacks in the back half that they brought in. Um, especially them dudes that the Redskins were signing off the street pretty much, Sanchez and Josh Johnson. Caps was better than them, you know, way back when. So I know he could outplay him now. But I think the biggest thing with Cap, man, his reason is right. His timing was okay. But he wasn't playing good enough at the time to save his job. If he had talked about this protest... <laughs> If he'd have talked about this protest that's during the Super Bowl run, he probably would have still been in the league because the, you know it, the NFL is a is a performance driven league. Like you, a guy like To To has was been was a, a, a reckless player per se with the media. He said a lot of wild stuff, but guess what? He could play football at a high level, so he's gonna have a job. Hell, Kareem Hunt, which is crazy as it sounds, just got signed by the Browns. Why? Because he can play football. He had a whole video out of pushing a woman. Domestic violence is 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 a real thing, and this man still got a job. But with Kaepernick, by him being a, a quarterback and mediocre at the time, he couldn't get away with the protest. But I respect him because Cal, stop dropping all the damn bombs and shit. If you gonna be, hey, Breach, if you gonna be quiet, be quiet. Be quiet. But I, I respect I respect what Cap did because he actually put. He put his career in jeopardy, you know, fighting for a good cause. And another thing, so many people, the people that don't want to support Cap, they say, what has he done and this and that. That's how you know his protest is genuine. He's donated more money than anybody I've seen to, to actual the Black Lives Matter type type causes per se. But he doesn't broadcast it. He did one little, you know, one little marathon on Instagram where he was trying to get other people to donate. But he's been putting a lot of money into programs to help with police brutality in America. A lot, of, a lot of cats don't, like I say, you don't, he wanted the cats that don't advertise what he's doing, which is, like I say, mm-hmm. it's cool, it works out. Sometimes you might need to step up and say, hey, I'm doing this. But overall, how he's doing it and how he's going about it is cool. The people that are saying stuff about it, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that, they don't know what he's doing. They don't know that he's out here yeah. doing X, Y, Z. And you can kind of say it, like going back to the beginning of the season, well, the end of last season when everybody was kneeling and stuff and then coming into the season, they were trying to figure out who was going to be kneeling, this, that, and the third. And then you hear a lot of people was talking about, well, what have they done since since last season? But the people they were talking yeah. about, were they were moving all through the, sum, all through the summer, through the offseason, doing X, Y, and Z. But they weren't 
broadcasting it. They weren't advertising it. So the people that were hating basically didn't know what they were doing. So it's basically yep, so what right. in cap situation it's kinda like uh it's kinda like you just like um he out here doing he raising money for like Roy said for all these different foundations, organizations and doing good. I think in the in the long run history gonna look back on him and he's it's gonna be a major a major part in, in history. Right now we don't I don't think we, we see how big it's gonna be. It's kinda like not comparing him to Dr. King, of course, definitely not. But like at that Please time, that. at that time when he was coming up, I'm sure just white people were saying the same stuff, hating on him, doing all this in the third. They didn't realize at that moment how big he was going to be, and I think it's Captain going to be in that same boat, not as big like I said, but he's going he's going to be a big figure in the in the uh, in the community and the culture in the future from what from what he did. The I think he's he the. For his job, anyway, not like I think he's like, the Ali of our time, not the not the Doctor King, that. but the he Ali. He wasn't of as our good. Time. Well, not not, not physically. We're not talking about uh, not not um, goddamn athletic wise. I mean, but I feel like when you when you're making it when you're making that comparison, you have to you have to you have to add that into the package. Speak. Calvin, you just don't like Kaepernick because he can't throw the ball. For no, it's the read defense part. <laughs> oh, the read defense. That's what it was. Sorry. Well, if we want to talk about the player, that that's my thing. That man can't read defense, defenses, man. So what about the protest? Do you agree with the protest? In what aspect? Is he is he right for – is? do you think he has a point what he's protesting? He has a valid point, yeah. But like you said, the timing is wrong. Like, dog, you okay. – you were at the top of the game. You got white people loving you. You Kaepernick and quote unquote. You kissing your, you know, your bicep. My thing is, consciously, were you at the same place that you were when you lost your position, when you got hurt, when you became vegan? Like, did this woke? Did this awaken you in a sense, or were you always that guy but you were so, hiding? So that? Never how you, you are. That's so, what you're saying. So you saying the white man was Kaepernicking, but when he was down and out, he got in tune with his black side. This is what it sounds I'm like. not saying anything. Y'all put y'all put that's what it's saying. He's saying Cat like. hey, was friend. He 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 wanted some attention, so he decided to pull his number. I never said that. Don't don't try to take some. He, he, he thought that he thought protesting would save his job is what Cal <laughs> trying to say. No, I didn't well, who would think that? No, protesting would not save his job. My thing is were you this way the whole time? Does it matter? Why does like, it matter? When your platform was bigger. Because when your platform is bigger, why not make that sacrifice? Why wait till you get? Nah, it I make a difference. I can see what Cal's going. It doesn't make a difference. If he's, it if does he's make still a trying difference. to do. To me, if it he's makes still trying to, if he's still to out here trying to do what he's doing and making this, making trying to make change and and doing what he's doing, it shouldn't matter if he did it when he was a big time player or a small time player. It should just matter to the fact that he's actually stepped out and he did it, regardless of he he didn't do it when he was the big time. I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's being dumb. But my thing is. Why, if you felt this way about this, why didn't you do this when you were Because on top? he decided to do it when he did it. It shouldn't make a difference. I, th- I wish I could just sit down and talk to the man and ask him, like, literally, like, not even being on the funny stuff. Like, when did this happen? When did you start thinking this way? Because when I look at that timeline, it looked a little fishy to me. Not saying he's fronting for this. So, what's, what's, cause, fish, what's but fishy? At the same time, you become, you, become, you become mad outspoken once you lose your position. So, what's, and you so get what's hurt? the fishing? This is what? What was this at when you were actually on top? Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel you, Cal. I feel you. Because that's... It, you could like, say the same... It, like, you could say the for same example, about that, But I feel no, you. Sorry, sorry, real quick. Same thing. Like, the same thing with 
like at the ESPYs, Braun, Melo, Wade, and CP. They didn't have to do that. They're at the top of their games. They're doing that. They didn't have to do that at that point. I would have said the same thing about them if they're on the back end of their career or they start doing stuff later because if something's happening right now, why don't you make that impact when the Heat were wearing those hoodies with Trayvon Martin? They were taking a bullet for that. Like People were mad about that, but they did it when it was an actual thing happening at that point. I think I think they're not they're not waiting. It, to me, it just sounds a little fishy that he get, not sounds fishy. I guess I, I'm not phrasing it how I really mean say, it, but say, it's just I don't like the timing. I don't like the timing. It's timing. It's timing, bro. Because timing is everything in life to an to an extent. Like think about it. If Rosa Parks, now nah, I mean I know this. It, it might be a stretch here. <laughs> It's about to go wild. It's getting but, crazy. It's getting crazy. All she did was sit true. on the bus. And she wouldn't give up her seat. <laughs> but think about it, bro. What if she had not come from work that day? What if she it was she was just starting her day? She might have gave up her seat. We don't know. But the timing was was at the point where she was tired as hell. And she said, nah, I ain't giving up my damn seat. And here we are. You're right. I think with Cap, though, he, his timing came right because he started talking about the protests at the time where a lot of those police officers were getting acquitted for murdering black kids. And at that point, men. it was more so of a fed-up type situation. Like, damn, this shit keep happening, constantly happening, happening, happening. But the big the big overall thing is not when he decided to do it. It doesn't make a difference when he decided to do it. The whole point is the fact that he's out here doing it and what he's doing. It, and what he's doing is way bigger than any. I think we're arguing. It doesn't matter in the grand scheme. I think we're arguing two different It doesn't things. matter in the grand scheme of not, it, but at the same time, it matters. And Cal, correct me if I'm wrong, but it matters to the extent of it's essentially being at the time that he did it, it's almost like he was powerless. And that's the perception as far as, like, for some people that he was powerless and he decided to do it at that point, as opposed to, like you said, when he was on top. And he had the leverage in his hand and everything to lose, essentially. Yep, that's my thing about it. It's like, I, I think more so, I'm thinking also about how the other players were affected, right? So, you take this knee, this is your silent protest. Now, the knee, that's, that, I really don't care about that. Marshawn was sitting on coolers for years before Kaepernick was taking the knee. Nobody said anything. Once he brought the attention to it, now you got other players who want to support you. They're sitting there, now they're getting scrutinized for that. Like, you got people, like, legit scared to take knees because they're going to be like, oh, black people don't ride with me. Well, black people think I don't ride with them. And then at the same time, you got people, like, uh, I forgot the name of the play. He played for the Bills. It said that he got cut because he took a knee. That's on, that's on him, It's though. like the impact. Not, but you can't, a, bro, if you if you on the back, the thing, of, the, you if you ride, the back of the roster, bro, you can't do stuff like that. Exactly. But you, you got to know that. You, you, can't just, you can't just be like, oh, well, I Here's took the, the knee. Though, and but I you can't have it both ways. You can't. You can't you want can. your boys to help. It's, it's the you can't have your, side, bro. That's Cal- you can't have your dog. You can't have your boys wanting to ride for you, and then okay, when they start getting in trouble, they start getting cut and things like that. But Come we on. know, we know the man that's on the, the 45th man to the 53rd man on the roster can't really get away with that because they could get cut they tomorrow. My biggest frustration with players was your was your Cam Newtons of the world. You you was you was pro black the whole mm-hmm. time leading up to the Super Bowl. White America hated you because you was a black quarterback having fun doing your thing. And you was taunting and celebrating, but they hated that because they didn't want to see a quarterback act that way, right? right? As soon as the Kaepernick issue happened, my man Cam gets up on the on the podium and says he doesn't see a race thing because he want to protect them endorsements. Yeah. 
That's my issue. The guys. <laughs> meanwhile, that was, he lost. He, meanwhile, he lost one for making the sexist comment. <laughs> he did. So, <laughs> so he might as well enroll. He might as well have had Kaepernick back. The guys that needed to have Kaepernick's back at the time were afraid to step up. Aaron Rodgers, I respect yeah. him because he actually he said something him, yeah. about it, and he spoke on it, and he took a knee with them boys or hell hands or something like that. Now Tom Brady, he stayed away from it, but he wore a Make America Great oh, hat. Already know, already know about that. But the, and, and at that time, Cam Newton was one of the few black quarterbacks. I don't think Tyrod was a starter yet. So no, he was I, starting, and I was getting mad about that when I was at work. I work with, like, a lot of older white men. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, they sitting there bashing everybody taking a knee. And a lot of them are vets. I understand that. I, that people feel it different about, you know, what the knee what the knee is. Is it disrespecting the flag? Is it this or that? But a vet so, told him take a knee. Well, yeah, because he said it wasn't that disrespectful, but yeah. everybody doesn't dis- know that. It won't disrespectful thing is, until the president from, said it was disrespectful. Right. Well, I'm not I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, like, the whole thing where he mentioned mm-hmm. Ty. I was getting mad at that because Ty did not take a knee. And but people t- were at starting that to time, come at him at that. Ty he was, was a starter a, at that point. But Ty was another one of them players that he really couldn't afford to take a knee at that time. Well, nobody behind him at that point. Even still, he, they he would have been they in there. His EJ, leash was his leash EJ, was sorry, short. EJ, hey, EJ sorry behind was behind him at that point. Hey, but his, 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 his leash hey, they, was they, real they short. Him, you got to be in the right position. They set up buddy that threw five picks in the first half. So <laughs> it didn't it didn't make yeah. no difference about that part. No. But if Kaepernick would have did this during the Super Bowl run, it would have made a bigger impact. He'd have still had and if Kaepernick would have won that Super Bowl, he'd have been able to take knees the rest of his life. Because guess what? San Fran won't go yeah, cut. That's true. I give you that. But the whole when, when you win it, bro, oh, you yeah. can make statements. Whole, Marshawn, he get away with it because he do numbers. That and he him. It's it's kind of like that's that's him. He's been like that. They've accepted yeah. it, yeah. They've accepted yeah. who he is and what he what he gonna yeah. be. But like I said, the whole overall thing about Cap is it's what he's doing. You 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 can talk about the other shit that that don't really make a difference of timing when he did it or what his numbers were. That's that's not the point. The point is the grand scheme of what he's doing and how he's, he's impacting African Americans and people of color in general and stuff like that. And and we had a breakthrough tonight, y'all. Kyle talked about Kaepernick and didn't mention too much about him throwing the football. That's crazy. <laughs> Because y'all steered it away from football. That's, that's what Y'all steered it away from X's and O's. And then Quintavious over there doesn't want to get my whole point of not saying it's not what's going on or the whole scheme of it not happening or what's going on. It's more so the timing thing, but that's cool. You know we got Trump vision in this chat from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have said Chill. that. Huh? Can I say that on the air? It'd be, it'd be all right. <laughs> all right. I mean... He he is the I mean he is somebody president. Oh, yeah, somebody. Not mine. Country. Shout out to Barack Long Obama. For Forty four. The realest president I never knew. Chill, bro. Y'all remember he got they got mad at him for wearing that tan suit. Yeah, a tan suit, bro. That's <laughs> Boy, crazy. They, they was ready to impeach him off a tan suit. <laughs> that suit was trash and, though. And now and now and now they president orange and they ain't saying nothing about that. <laughs> they they oh, said a word. <laughs> Hey, oh, no, was it on Easter? Nah, I think it was. It was a White House press yeah, conference. Yeah, it was just some regular, just some regular stuff, and he just he pulled out the, the, okay. the clean tan suit, and they they. Now that's president. You got to wear blue or black. You're president. That suit was trash. Yeah, that, that, that thing was, was clean. No, 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 that thing was clean. It's hard to get away with tan though. And he and he made it work. He did make it work. Of course. Shout out to Michelle Obama too, man. She. 
she exemplifies, and I yeah, exemplifies. You heard me hey, say what, mean? what 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 black women are in America, bro. We need them. Hey, what that hey, mean? What that word mean? Exemplify. It, like Cal said, I just I heard it used right. So per se, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, bro, I really hate you sometimes. You my dog, bro. Hey, hey, I'm gonna pull an SP and say essentially you're correct with that one. <laughs> essentially, I see. You know, because the vernacular of the approximation. <laughs> At eleven thirty, the matriculation <laughs> of all the <laughs> oscillation and matriculation and manipulation of the. Now, at the this Black point, Panther we're gonna party. wrap it up. It's been an episode. <laughs> we oh, wrap it up. up. Join us next week. Hey, <laughs> is that pulled up? Oh no! no. I'm looking. Hold on, what's happening? But no, seriously though, thank y'all for listening. If y'all got this far, if not. Thank you for listening. Anyway, uh, we'll see y'all next week. And hey, we got a new IG count uh, page, council.clutchpod. Had to change the name because it was too long and it just ain't look right. So y'all make sure y'all tell y'all friends to go follow us, please. Most definitely. Support Black Podcast. And look out for the <laughs> merchandise coming. We're going to have some shirts and hats popping up every now and then. You're going to have to PayPal us first because we can't afford to just get them printed and you not buying them. <laughs> Hey, and also uh, we got some we got something special for y'all in March. Stay so tuned for that. Keep a yeah. lookout to our loyal our loyal fans. Stay tuned. And uh, y'all have a happy Valentine's Day. Uh, you oh, know yeah, I have. Hooters got the free wings oh, for the Valentine's scene. Day. Hey, make sure make. You say um, you got what now? I got them Hooters wings on deck. Valentine's. Hey, oh, so you, you going to Hooters yes, on sir. Valentine's Day, man? Hey, make. Hey, y'all slide in SP Global DMC. <laughs> he want to date. He want to date at. He want to date to Hooters so he can give y'all some wings. Hey, hey all y'all fellas out there, make sure you either wrap it up or pull that thing out. We don't need no kids at the end of the year. <laughs> and for y'all fellas who are alone, um, Porn, I'm gonna make a Hub is free music. For y'all lonely fellas, I'm gonna chill. Don't 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 pay for it's porn. Free. But um, <laughs> if you, I'm gonna make a playlist on Apple Music so y'all can chill and listen to uh, Bryson telling eat some ice cream or something, you know. If you paying for porn, bro, your life is a complete shambles. All right, we gotta wrap. We gotta wrap it up. We don't. <laughs> we don't want to. I'm gonna use another big word. We don't want to ostracize some of our viewership. So. <laughs> wow. Hey, make sure you put that in the podcast. You use that big ass word. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another week of counseling the clutch. Like I said before, and I'm going to always say in the future, if you don't rock with us, forget you and everybody that rock with you because you ain't us.